welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And joining us again is our friend Grant. Hi, Grant. Hi, guys. Uh, this is another episode in our 13 Days of Halloween, where leading up to Halloween, we talk about a film in the horror-thriller genre. And today's movie is Ghost Story, and Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. This is from 1981. It is an adaptation of a Peter Straub novel. So this is a movie, actually, I've been wanting to talk about on the show for a long time. And Peter Straub passed away uh, fairly recently. So I thought, okay, no time like the present. And so this is about, uh, ostensibly, a group of old men called the Chowda Club. <laughs> and they get together and they've known each other for decades. And they get together and tell each other ghost stories. They also hold a dark secret uh, from the past. And as the movie progresses, um, this evil force starts coming after them. So that's your brief setup for <laughs> Ghost Story. Uh, Grant, what do you think of this movie? So this this film, the first thing that hits you about it is who these four old men are, in terms of you know this this is Hollywood's you know, the golden era time. You've got Melvin Douglas, Fred Astaire, John Houseman, and Douglas Fairbanks Jr. The problem with Ghost Story is these guys aren't on the screen enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this film, I think, it, it, it's a slow burn horror film. It, it's not really designed i think to to shock you it's supposed to sort of put a chill up your spine um and as i say it's a slow burner uh to me the film feels disjointed it 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 jumps about a lot between the sort of present day and the past because the whole thing in this movie is that as as matt said these four old men have got a secret from their past which is coming back to bite them on on the ass now um (laughs) And uh, it doesn't quite get that time spin right in in in, in my view. And the strongest parts of the film were almost certainly where you've got these four old men together talking, where each individual is sort of displaying um, the remorse, the feelings of guilt, um, and the feelings of contrition that they're having as they get towards the end of their lives. And I think if the film focused much more on that, it would be an incredibly powerful movie. But it doesn't do that so much. It spends a lot of time in the past with a bunch of other actors who do reasonably well, but I don't think they hold you like these these four old men from the Chowder Society. Um, Craig Wasson is the sort of uh, one of the main... Uh, characters of this, he's a son. Uh, he's the son of one of the the older men. I think it's uh, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Um, and uh, he's basically he comes back to to town, and uh, because his his twin brother has died, and it's all tied up with what these four old men did when they were young, which was essentially be responsible for the death of of, of Sal's. Um, so yes, I like this film. I think it's it's, it's quite creepy, um, but it could have been so much more. And that's my reflection on Ghost Story. <laughs> well, I, I agree with that. I mean, there's definitely things that I can appreciate about the movie, but for me, it was it was a bit of a slog the first time to get through. Uh, I, so I watched it for the first time, you know, kind of preparing for 
for this podcast and I fell asleep during the initial attempt. Um, and I think the movie is just kind of slow and, and, you know, I, I can be on board with a, with a deliberately paced uh, horror film, but this one, it just felt slow and it was confusing. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's not unusual for, perhaps for me to fall asleep if we're watching a movie late. Uh, but this one I felt like was like lulling me to sleep with its pacing. Um, I, I, yeah, I loved the, you know, the four older actors and I agree that they, they should have been in the movie more. Um, but I don't know the, the story, it just seems a bit muddled. There's some, there's some other characters that there's like a subplot with a young boy and a, and a guy who are like helping out this ghost in some way that really went nowhere for me and was confusing. Um, I don't know. It just felt a bit like a mess. Now, where I, I do think the movie does evoke um, a sense of place, uh, this you know New England icy winter can you know isolation it, that all works. I think, um, <laughs> and I think the ending there are there's some actually pretty good effects and a pretty good scare near the end. Um, so it, it has things going for it. It just doesn't really coalesce for me into an entertaining film. <laughs> what a hater. <laughs> no. Um, so, all right. I've seen this movie at least a handful of times over the years. And I like it. It is not high art. It's not a masterpiece, but I, I like it. Here's the thing. You know, I mean, even back in the day when I first saw this and I was like a teenager, I knew who these old actors were. I think a couple of them were still alive. And in this movie... All the four main actors that Grant mentioned, I mean, they were all, I think, right around 80. So, I mean, here's the deal. If you go, if you go into a movie where four of the leads are 80, don't be expecting a rip roaring, fast paced <laughs> film. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, oh, well, this, this movie's slow. And I'm like, what, what, what are you, what are you expecting? You know, um, I really want to talk about the cinematography for this movie, which is one of my favorite aspects of it. It was done by the late, great Jack Cardiff, who did, among other things, Black Narcissus and the African Queen. Um, so, I mean, it looks really good. I do agree with Ashley. It has a really good uh, evocation of place. It's set in New England, and it looks super New Englandy. y uh, It actually was filmed in Woodstock, Vermont, where Ashley and I spent a few nights uh, a few years ago. A lovely little town. Um, and I, I like the performances from the four, you know, 80-something-year-old Hollywood veterans. Alice Krieg plays uh, a character in here. She is the, the the victim that Grant mentioned earlier who who these men kill back in the day. Um, Craig Watson. I want to be – I don't want to be – I, I want to be okay here. Like, Craig Watson, I think, does a, a serviceable job in this role. He is not, at least in this movie, a good lead actor. Like, and he is actually kind of the, the main protagonist in this. And I don't think he carries the movie well. He's not a, like I say, he's not a bad actor. He's just, in my opinion, is, is, he has to carry too much of a load for this film. Mm-hmm. Um, Interestingly, you know, Ashley and I, you and I talked about this after, you know, when we were watching it. And speaking of Craig Wasson, I mean, he, there's a lot of 
male nudity in this movie, his male nudity. Like, and, and it's interesting because it doesn't necessarily have to be there. Just like a lot of female nudity movies doesn't have to be there. But like, I mean, you see his, his, his member, uh, fairly often. Um, and there's an interesting scenes of like intimacy. And it's weird that I, you know, I shouldn't probably be thinking about this when I'm watching a movie, but like, there's a scene between him and Alice Krieg's character. Um, and they're like in a bathtub together. Uh, and like, he's just got her feet on her breasts when they're <laughs> filming it. And then it's like super intimate. And I'm also thinking like, I don't see any way that these actors could have filmed this except for him to really have his feet on her breasts. <laughs> and like, I, my mind was just like, Oh, I wonder how awkward that was, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, like I mentioned earlier, this was, uh, adapted from a Peter Straub novel. I have not read it. I used to see it on my mom's bookshelf at home back in the day, and it was super thick and intimidate. I was always uh, intimidated by super thick books like that. But um, it, I was reading after I rewatched this movie this most recent time that a lot of people back in the day thought it was unadaptable. And then when it did get adapted, I guess they left out a few things. Um, and then I think some of the filmmakers talked about afterward that they felt like the studio went in after it was completed and edited it without the filmmakers consent. And that's kind of maybe why it does come across maybe a little disjointed. I actually don't think it does come across disjointed. I do think though, and, and maybe I'm just missed it, but I am not quite clear as to why the, these old men are, are the revenge is being taken on them at the time it is being taken on them. I, I you know, it, because the, the act that they did was like 60 years earlier, 50 years earlier. And so they basically were able to lead their whole lives fine. And then now it's, you know, you know, uh, to coin a Stephen King, Stephen, Stephen King phrase, sometimes they come back, you know, <laughs> I was just unclear as to why that was happening now. Uh, yeah. How about you, Grant? Did, what do you think? Did, did I miss the, the reason why this was happening now? No. No, I don't think so. Um, I think I had the same reaction. It doesn't really explain you know, whether there's a particular reason that the ghost has waited until these people are octogenarians to enact its revenge. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say, I, I do agree with this. You know, the cinematography is very good and I, it makes you feel cold. When you watch the film, you feel cold, you know, because the, the way the way it's done is is, is so good. Um, there's, there are a couple of really uh, quite powerful scenes. I think the image that stuck with me for a long time was uh, the image of the corpse in the car. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, um, I, as, a, as a kid, I remember that sort of, I, I thought, oh God, you know, <laughs> that, that was stuck in my brain for a long time afterwards. And so yeah, there's good things like that about, about the movie. Um, and you're very right that you see a bit too much of um, uh, Craig Wilson in the, uh, in the altogether. Um, it doesn't seem to serve any plot device. Uh, and I don't think he, he de- I think you're right, Matt, he doesn't carry the film. And sadly, given the script, it's required of him to carry the film. And I think he's a good supporting actor in lots of movies, but he, he's not quite the right lead for this one. Um, I haven't read the book either, but I, I did 
very good reviews and, and the same thing that there's lots of things that are left out of the movie that are in the book um, and I would quite like to read the book actually um, but I'll, I'll just throw in one other point which is that this I, I usually pair this film with um, The Changeling which was released in a, the sim- a similar time period and also stars Melvin Douglas um, and George C. Scott and that's a supernatural sort of haunted house movie um, and uh, I think that's that's a kind of level of, level up on ghost story, and so maybe that's one of the reasons that I don't feel so wedded to this movie is that I always associate it with the Changeling as well. Those are sort of two films, similar times, similar types of themes, um, old actors, um, and I think that's a, that one's a little bit better. <laughs> you know, I, I would have to admit to I would agree with that. I think. I know Ashley and I, we talked about The Changeling on the show a year or two ago. Yeah, I like that one. That was yeah. a surprising one because I hadn't heard of it before. It's a lot of good tension, a buildup of tension in that movie. and I think that movie does actually work better with the editing. I think the, 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 the movie kind of builds upon itself uh, much better than I think Ghost Story does. So, yeah. All right, so Grant, what would you give this out of 10? I'm going to give Ghost Story 5. Okay. I will give it a 7.2. Uh, 5.5. All right. That <laughs> is... Uh, I don't have my calculator handy, so that that's our <laughs> scores for Ghost Story. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Grant, thanks for joining us. No problem. No problem.